Are we doing this? Really? Wait for it. Are we doing this? Wait for it. Ow! What the fuck? WTF. And it's also, eh, what the fuck? What's wrong with me? It's time for WTF. What the fuck? With Mark Marin. How you doing, what the fuckers? What the fuck, buddies? What the fucking ears? Whatever the fuck you want to call yourselves. Thanks for coming down. Nice to see you. We've got a good show. We got Lori Kilmartin. We got Jackie Cation. We got uh, Eddie Pepitone, of course. Holy shit, Eddie, that should make you feel good. Did you hear that? Do it again. Eddie, people actually like you. What are you going to do now, you sad fuck? Well, okay. there he is. All right, don't, don't get started. We'll be here an hour. I, uh, thank you, Eddie. I'm glad that, and he's back there going, what time are we going to be done? Because I got a thing to do at a, at a bathroom. All right. I wanted to do this up front because the last time I tried to do it uh, in the middle of the show didn't really work well, but I've got swag. WTF Coffee from JustCoffee.coop. Who wants it? All right, I got two of those. You can get it at WTFPod.com or JustCoffee.coop. There you go. Nerdcock t-shirts. This one, this one is an XL. Oh, there you go. This one's a large nerdcock. Large nerdcock. How about, all right, good. She deserves a nerdcock on two levels. This one is a WTF shirt. Very hard to find. Large. All right, Victor. You, it's my mailman. I, um, you think I'm kidding. He's not actually my mailman, but he's a guy who works at the post office. This one is, what is this, an extra large? You don't care, do you? Oh, yay, you're going to get married next. <laughs> who knew? Are you happy with that? Because I can bring you another one. I'm, you mail them for me all day long. <laughs> you know what, Victor? Let's get to the bottom of some shit. Take the mic. Just take the mic a minute. What the fuck is wrong with the post office? Uh, you know, last time you asked me what's with all the Asian yeah. people, I, yeah. think I kept thinking about that. And well, I didn't mean to be racist about no, it, no, but, I, but you I, work I, there. There's a no, lot of Asian know, people, right? But, you know, it happened overnight. I didn't understand. Well, let's not get crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I went to work one day and it was filled with Asians. Yeah, no. But are they better at it? I mean, I don't want to put you in a weird place. I mean, are, is there something well, uniquely... I, I, I don't want to get racist either, but they're better at math. You know. With so does that make them better at the, at the post officing? If you can understand... But let, let me ask you. Let, <laughs> I'm, I'm not, you don't need to say that. But I, uh, <laughs> I'm but I understand your I'm sentiment. Sorry. You're there. There's a language problem. But yeah. I. I uh, <laughs> but I guess what I really want to know is what? Why the fuck do do postal? We, I mean, because going postal is a real thing. It hasn't happened lately, and I'm no, hoping you're no, feeling okay. No, no. Tell your you audience. Okay? No, tell your audience they don't have to worry because we only kill ourselves. Okay. That's <laughs> it. That's on, it's on record. <laughs> But, it, but what is it about the job? Is it that the mail just never stops? Like, it's just like, oh, fuck. Another letter. There's like, is it, was, is it like cops fighting crime? Well, where it's well, like, there's no point to this. Well, well think about it. Think huh? about it. Bukowski worked for the post office. He did. He, he One worked. guy just woke up. Yeah, so. And I just became Don Rickles. I, um. <laughs> <laughs> He did work for the post office. Yeah, look did. what happened to him. He decided not oh, to snap, and oh. he, he created a lot of well, great they, stuff. Well, they created a new rule. You can't smoke while you sort mail because he... Are I you guys he, smoking back there? You can't no, smoke back, anywhere. No, back in the old days yeah. when, he, when he worked, yeah. he, he, he threw one of his stogies on a pile of mail. And it caught fire? And he came back the next day, and they had this big 
plastered banner, no smoking. So that was because of Bukowski? Because of him. How many people knew that? I think we learned something here. The reason that people can't smoke while they sort mail is Charles Bukowski. I learned something. Thanks, buddy. Thanks. Don't, don't snap. Look, if you're going to fly your plane into a building and you're going to leave a manifesto, make it clear. Did you, did you read that thing? I mean, you know, I thought... I mean, the guy's like, you know, I'm going to martyr myself for, for several different convoluted reasons. And I want everybody to understand that I did it for justified reasons. And there's like nine pages. And I think the one thing that no one's talking about with this guy, Michael Stark, I think is his name, is that he was a bass player. And, and, and I think if you really look at all the tax stuff, all the anti-corporation stuff, the fact of being a bass player is enough to make you fly your fucking plane into a building. Because these guys got to sit there and put up with the fucking singer. They got to put up with the fucking ridiculous guitar player. You're going to tell me they're not ready to snap, all of them? Just like, oh, shut the fuck up, crazy guy. I'm holding this band together. <laughs> fuck all of you. I'm going to fly into a building. But I'm going to make it for a lot of reasons, not just a bass player. <laughs> the right's not even going to take... They, they don't want anything to do with him. The left doesn't want anything to do with him because he made his message so fucking unclear. He's anti-corporation, all right? And he's also very pissed off about taxes, but not taxes in general. One specific tax law in a tax code law that was written in 1986 that only applied to him. And, and other people that do his line of work, but it's not a big anti-tax message. It's like, this is how they fucked me. Who can rally behind that? Come on, software engineers. But Eddie's gonna talk about it, so I don't wanna go too far into it because I think Eddie found a kindred spirit. I think that guy, Eddie Pepitone said, this guy did it for me. He saved me some time because I don't know how to fly. <laughs> Shit, am I doing your act? Did I do the whole thing, Eddie? Do you want to work on something else? You got time. What else have I got here to talk about? I, uh, I'm done with chicken. Um, I'm going to leave it at that. <laughs> I fucking, I don't, I, Here's what happened. I roasted a chicken, and I don't think I cooked it enough. No, but that's bad in and of itself. But what I do is, like, I didn't want to eat it that night. I just roasted it so I could have it in the fridge, because I do that. I, you know, I should be writing jokes and doing things all day, but I'm making chicken and ricotta cheesecake to sit and fight with it for a week. I, I make food to fight with. I, I made a ricotta cheesecake, because I never made one before, and I saw the rest. It's the best, right? And, I, and you can only get it in New York because I don't know where the Italians are hiding in this town, but they certainly aren't opening fucking restaurants. <laughs> so I make this ricotta cheesecake, and I, it comes out great. So that means every day, like, I have one piece because that's all I really want, and then I put it in the fridge. So every day I got to open the fridge and go, fuck you. Fuck you, ricotta cheesecake. I know what you're doing. You're trying to get inside of me to make me hate myself. <laughs> so, so... This is funny because Eddie's here. So I couldn't think of anybody who would eat this because I, I, I don't have that many friends and I didn't want to make a big deal out of it. I just wanted really someone to come over and eat the fucking cheesecake. No, like, no, like dinner party, no nothing. It was really that urgent, you know? So I, I, I'm sitting at home and I'm like, Eddie will eat it. So I text Eddie and I'm like, you guys should come over and have ricotta cheesecake. And it was Valentine's Day and I wanted it out of my house. And I wasn't doing anything on, on Valentine's Day. I bought... Valentine's Day for me was I got a deal on steaks at Fresh and Easy. Two T-bone steaks for $4. And I actually put that on Twitter. I'm like, who wants to come eat dinner with me? I got $4 steaks. 
Nobody. And I, I didn't really... And I, I thought, I took it personally at first, but then I thought, that's really not a big selling point. Like, I got two steaks for four dollars. So I had this cheesecake, so I start, I start texting Eddie. I'm like, please come over and eat some cheesecake with, uh, with your girlfriend. And he's like, no, it's Valentine's Day. We got plans. And I was pissed. I was like, what the fuck? I made this cheesecake. Eddie's not going to come eat it. And, and I'm, I'm just copying to this because he's here. I started stalking him. I started cheesecake stalking Eddie Pepitone. Like the day after, I'm like, what the fuck, pal? Are we doing this cheesecake thing or what? And then, of course, Eddie started to feel bad. He's like, well, I wish I could have come, but I can't. Like, There's still time. It's still here, and I fucking haven't eaten it yet. And this goes on for three fucking days. And then finally, he's like, all right, can I come over at like 10.30 at night? And I'm like, I don't care when you come. I just need you to eat this shit. And he came over at 10.30 at night. It was almost awkward, because I was like almost tired. And I'm like, yeah, come in. Just do, like, it was like a drug dealer. You know? Well, yeah, I still got some shit left. I mean, I really don't want you coming over at this hour, but this time I'll do it. <laughs> and then, then you sit there and do the blow with the guy who's trying to go to sleep. But he, so, so he comes over and he ate the, the cheesecake and I said, you want more? And he ate like half the cheesecake. And I just want to thank him for that. Thank you, Eddie, for eating half the cheesecake. Oh, I didn't, I didn't put the timer on. So it, it, getting back to the chicken thing. So I cooked this chicken and today I want to make a sandwich out of this chicken and... And it was, I think it was a little raw. I know that's gross, but what's grosser is I kept trying to bend it into cooked in my brain. Like, I'm like, maybe I'm misreading this. It, it, it can be a little bloody, right, chicken? Like, you know, just because there's red speckles in it, that doesn't mean it's not cooked. That's like from the bone, right? And I had the most unenjoyable chicken sandwich I'd ever eaten in my life because I was afraid that I would get sick. And then, uh, and then I threw the whole chicken out. All right, so let's, uh, let's do a couple emails and then, because uh, those are always fun. All right, listening from China. Hey, Mark, I don't normally write to shows that I listen to, but I wanted to let you know that you have an avid listener in, I can't even pronounce it, Gulin Guangkai, China. I started listening from the first episode and listened to a couple shows a day to catch up and be current. I would follow you on Twitter or Facebook, but those sites are both blocked in China. Right, I had the same moment. I'm like, how, how are you okay? Do you need help there? Does, is, like, come home, come home. It, it, it sounds horrible. How does anyone know you're alive without the email thing? You need to e email all your friends every day, four times a day, to at least keep up with what's happening in the world. At some point, I made a statement about jocks and air conditioner repair. I don't remember saying it. But I think it had something to do with going back to a high school reunion and seeing the jocks and being, you know, having that shot in front of like, oh, they probably work at an air conditioning repair place. So I get a one with the subject heading jocks and air conditioning. <laughs> hey, asshole. <laughs> I was a jock and I work in air conditioning. <laughs> and I listen to your show. But I am the exception. <laughs> now, this is where it gets a little convoluted in its logic. Jocks generally don't do AC work. Jocks are usually not mechanically gifted people. They are sporty. That's sort of a misuse of that word. I think he was trying to be cute, but it, it, they're sporty. Like, you mean they dress snappy? They... But, but I'm going to let him uh, off on that one. And then he goes, and you need to show more respect for the HVAC profession. 
We keep your buildings air conditioned and ventilated. We keep your beer cold. Show some fucking respect, you pompous asshole. And stop giving shorty advice to your nerd cock followers. Does anyone know what shorty advice is? Is that a street term, Victor? Anything? Nothing? All right. It's, it's chicks? Oh, really? Oh, thank you. HVAC is a fine profession for nerd cocks like myself. Otherwise, keep up the good work. By the way, do you have sex with any of your guests? Tony. Yes. <laughs> now Tony's going to be like, oh, i got to go back on the episodes and try to figure out which one. Dear Mark Marin, I am unable to make monthly donations because I live in Japan. Yeah, likely excuse. And my bank just so happens to be Japanese. Well, I could make monthly donations, but the international banking fee would, uh, I would get hit with is insanely fucking ridiculous. It is somewhere around $4, which is uh, epically retarded. I really like those two words together. I don't care how you feel about the word retarded. Epically retarded is spectacular. As a fan, I feel like I need to do something, so I decided that maybe you, sh you just might like for me to mail you some super awesome Japanese stuff. How does that sound, Mark Marin? Fuck cupcakes and cookies, brother. I can send you a sword. <laughs> or maybe even an actual Japanese person. I don't know what you're into, so please forgive my ignorance. And then this is a weird line. I would really like for you to sign a book that I have written. The book is awesome, but I think that your signature would make it fucking awesome. What do you think about this? I think it's weird. My $4 international banking charge comment was an attempt at a joke. Did you laugh? I'm in a donating process now. Brian. I didn't laugh at that. I laughed at other things. We all had a good laugh. I think this one's a little convoluted. It's about autism. No, not in a bad way. I like autistic people. I, I watched that Temple Grandin thing twice. Did you see that on HBO? The Temple, what was her name? Temple Grandin, who designed the cattle shoots. I fucking cried. I loved it. That was the best in Claire Danes in a long time. And I learned a lot about cattle. Don't judge me. Did I talk about this the last time? Did I? No? I didn't talk about it? Huh. I did watch it twice. I've watched things that will jerk me around emotionally. But I got mad at those cowboys for redoing her shoot and drowning those cows. Anybody else? How come none of you watch this? Because you, you judged it by the coming attraction on HBO, didn't you? you? You saw Claire Danes doing a ridiculous autistic Texan woman, and you said to yourself, that looks fucking ridiculous. I'm not fucking watching that. Not only did I watch it, but I had to leave in the middle of it, and I was crying, and I had to go to HBO On Demand to watch it again so I could cry all the way through it. She did amazing things for autistic people, and you guys, above that. Now I'm going to read the fucking email about autistic people. But this is a general question that might be good for the panel. Mark, I heard a report recently on the BBC which had apparently found that scientists recently discovered that there is a specific part of the brain that interprets sarcasm, more generally, the social cultural implications of language and that autistic people lack development in this area and therefore have difficulty interpreting sarcasm. It also said that people who have lesions or damage to this area can lose the same ability. I happen to know a lot of people who don't seem to get sarcasm, but I refuse to believe that all these people have brain damage. 
Because one, the odds of that many people having brain damage are pretty slim, and two, I think it somehow excuses their stupidity. <laughs> Which brings me to an interesting question. How many stupid people are, are inherently stupid, meaning they physically have an underdeveloped brain, versus how many people are willfully ignorant, which many would argue is attributed to our shitty education system? He had to get the politics in there. Personally, I believe there are a lot of dumb fucking people who rather than continue to learn and perhaps question their views, stop learning, stop questioning, and continue their stubborn, moronic behavior out of some childish need to always be right. Doesn't that feel like you show, she, at the end of that, she goes, I'm fucking right about this. <laughs> well, we'll bring that up with the panel. Now, I gotta read this one and then we'll, we'll, get, we'll get going. This one I loved, because it's a genuine what the, it's a beauty. And this is for the kids out there, because this was a grown up who did this, and I want you to make note. I think I have, I think that, I, I think that I've had a, a WTF moment. At work, we don't have a cleaner and everybody takes turns every week to clean the staff room, kitchen, and toilets. I don't like doing this after working hard at school and university, but we are in recession and at least I've got a job. After my turn last week, my boss told me that my work colleagues have been complaining that I didn't empty the bins and clean the sinks in the toilets. My boss was cool about it, but I couldn't believe it. They always complain about petty issues. Who gives a shit? I'm really good at my job, and that's what's important to me. I'm not messy, but I just forgot. I was angry, and I was going to let it be known, <laughs> let it known to everybody, but when I went to the toilet soon after, I looked at the sink next to the toilet, and I thought, you want to clean a sink? Well, I'm going to piss in it. <laughs> what? <laughs> this is a noble act of political anger. <laughs> I felt all my anger flowing out of me. After I finished, I felt so happy I didn't get angry with anybody. Wouldn't it be great if you could solve everything by pissing on it? <laughs> Do you think I did the right thing? I've never done this before, but it just happened. I, like, you had no control over it. <laughs> if for some reason you decide to read this out loud, please don't say my name. I don't want to lose my job. Do you think I did the right thing? You know, I think he did. Because there's something about that. Like, have, have you ever done shit like that where you just do something? Like, I mean, I've never worked in a, I did work in restaurants. But I never spit in anyone's food or anything. Yeah, because I don't want that to happen to me. But pissing in a sink, that's just sort of inner satisfaction thing. Like, you just know. It's not like, you know, someone drinking your pee or something. You got to pay for that. I thought the pee thing would go another direction, but it just sort of trickled away. And right now, I'm going to bring out one of my favorite comedians. I got a lot of flack for not having women on the show, and now I booked an all-woman show, and I'm going to try and deal with that. Um, <laughs> but this first uh, comedian, I knew her in San Francisco. She's great. She wrote on... What was that thing you wrote on? Uh, Tough Crowd. Oh, yeah. She was on Tough Crowd a lot, and she wrote on that. And what was the last thing that you weren't happy about? Did I mean, I, I blew it, didn't I? Lori Kilmartin, ladies and gentlemen. What, yeah, what I meant to say is that you're unhappy about losing your job. <laughs> yeah. That's what I meant to say. Yeah. You're yeah. unhappy yeah, about losing that's your right. job. Yeah. How are you? I'm good. There's some questions I have to ask about being a woman because I don't know. Yeah. I, I may not be 100% on that either, but well, let's... I had a 14-year-old kid in here the other night, like I did a show here. A boy? Yes. Yes. And I and like I started talking to him, and, yeah. and I realized like 14 years old, you don't fucking know anything. Like right. I talked to him about the first time I felt boobs because yeah. I was like 14, and I was so excited about feeling them, but I didn't know what to do with them. You know, I just kind of put my hands on them, 
and I held them, yeah. and I just went like, like, I, <laughs> like that. I am oddly aroused right now. <laughs> but, uh... but then I said to the kid, I said, you know, like, I, it's not what they want, but at your age, yeah. it doesn't matter. It's for you. And eventually you'll learn what they want. And then I, I realized, like, I don't fucking know. But... <laughs> so you want me to tell you how to massage a woman's breast? Exactly. That's no, I, I've got that down pat. You had the woman yeah. show. That's yeah. why you booked her, right? I need... <laughs> I, I need I to need learn some advice in front of an audience. <laughs> I really don't think it actually changes from this. I've I've only had this my whole life. None of, none of the stroking action or the no, I never like got a little that of that, the no. kind of light pinching. Oh my bit. gosh! <laughs> no, Mark. Oh boy, I knew oh this would How happen. How long have we known each other? Yeah, a long like... time. Why haven't we? The. Um, <laughs> No, there's not to now. Oh, yeah, that's, oh, that's right. You're out of it. That's what I was thinking because like, I was like, you know, I can't believe what, what fucking John Edwards. I know it's old news and I don't do a lot of politics anymore. But like not only was he disappointing, but Jesus Christ, was he making porn? I yeah. mean, what, I mean, now there's a tape. I mean, it wasn't just sort of like I fucked up. I, yeah, I fucked this girl work for me because yeah. I'm an, uh, a narcissistic ego person. Right. And like it, that, that I can see. Yeah, right, yeah, but they're yeah. making movies. Yeah. Was it was it part of the documentary she was working on? <laughs> the webisode you never saw. Yeah. But that's so fucking disgusting in a it way. It is gross. That's where you, you yeah, you, you're like, okay, all right. And you see Riel and you're like, uh, okay, politicians. And then is what the a, fuck? Is that actually lands exactly on the premise of your show is the pregnant sex tape. Yeah. Is it on? Is it available on the internet? Because don't you kind of be, yeah. Because, you know, all of us yeah, are so inundated with porn. We're like, does he fuck good? Can and, he do it? And does he do this to her nipples? Is it, it's this? It's, you got to play it by nipple. Okay. <laughs> and response to I it. I have ears here. Maybe that's the problem. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, the, the response to that you don't want to hear is like, ow, 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 too hard, too hard. <laughs> so you have to deliberate on the. On that's the, yeah. that's but, right. But I do wonder if John Edwards could fuck. Because, you know, when people run for president, yeah, even when Bill Clinton got into all that trouble, I still had a hard time picturing him fucking because they have a certain stature as sleazeball politicians. I, I, right? I had an easy time. I think a lot of women are attracted to Bill Clinton. Is right? that true? Yeah, he's very sexy. Is it, was, it, was it because of, of the power thing, or is he really sexy? He's tall. <laughs> you know he does that because he does a lot of this with his thumb. So it's only it's only one motion to yeah, to a, grab a nipple <laughs> and roll it around a little bit. Yeah. Maybe that's what yeah. you're responding to. People didn't Maybe. realize they're like, look at him working that hand. Yeah, that's... we're gonna. Mm. Okay, He's so like you... a fisherman with that thing, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> so you can picture Bill Clinton fucking, but I feel like if I saw John Edwards fucking, I'd be disappointed if he didn't keep flipping his hair. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> like a like a like a seventies yeah, guy. Like a swimmer, like kinda, yeah, swimmer. Yeah. Yeah. No, they apparently he has a, a very large penis. He does. Yes. Huh. How do you like that? Yeah, yeah. Now run that one through your head and see how it goes. Well, uh, now it's better. You know? <laughs> Not because I like large penises, but I'm happy he has one. You know, I'm just happy for him. Because I... Because I... To go he doesn't through life look with like a, he has a large penis. No, he doesn't. I would think that he'd have just sort of the average one, sort of like where you'd go, really? Hmm. Yeah, like... That's like it, the, tr the trial lawyer, lawyer uh, overcompensating for us. Right, things, he'd probably do yeah. a big sort of uh, dissertation on like, it's a grower. <laughs> you, you know, like, just like, give me a minute. That kind of... <laughs> So uh, well, I, I'm a, I, I'm, I know it's kind of a hacky story, but I, I'm obsessed with it because I'm sort of living a version of it, which uh, since I know we've talked about this before, you've been cheated on. Yes. And I'm, it's been the bane of your existence yes. for two years. N well, 
no, she, the affair was two years, and I just found out a few months ago. So, Fuck, so it's that fresh? Yeah. I, yes, I yeah, and and uh, I have like two. I've gone down a rabbit hole where I have two and a half years of cell phone records, and I've tracked the arc of the relationship. And oh, did you graph oh, it? Is that not funny? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I guess I'm still in the pain mode. I'll be able to shake this off soon. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, see, I you know I don't I I was uh, I've been a cheater in my life, but yeah. I but not lately. And, uh, <laughs> well, that's so much better. Yeah, you gotta learn. Yeah, you, you know. All but right. now, what if there was a fucking tape? I mean, how could Ugh. that would be the fucking worst? There's pictures. There's I pictures. Yes. of them fucking. No, not oh. fucking. No, I would those I would send to you, but yeah, no, be, just. Uh, uh, <laughs> would you? Yeah, would. <laughs> Wouldn't it be awful if you saw him working her nipple in a oh way? Oh my god! <laughs> oh, you've gone too far for your crowd, Marin. So what's new? <laughs> but we started seeing a therapist that Doctor Steve that you recommended. You started seeing Doctor Steve. Yeah. That's so spectacular. Yeah, if those of you who listen to the show, you know almost Doctor Steve. Well, he's going to be a doctor soon, and you started seeing him, and it's working out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I didn't know it was soon. I thought it was already there. Oh, no. no. Okay. Um, no, he's allowed to do what he's doing. No, no, he's I know just he's great. His PhD. He's great. He had a good time. Oh, with he's him? awesome. Well, I don't. Wouldn't say he's a good time <laughs> with. With. Uh, I had a hard time with couples counseling, to be quite honest. Yeah, with why? Uh, because it was uh, it was a lot like um, like the uh, but here is a different situation. Yeah. Well, I do a bit in my act about it. I, mm-hmm. I used to say that if you're a guy, couples counseling is really just an ambush that you pay for. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, and it feels fucking good. <laughs> <laughs> but he knows he's been caught, and he's been. Yeah, I didn't. I yeah. wasn't. I didn't do anything like that. I was just a, a you, yelling uh, asshole. Oh, okay. Yeah. So with my couple's counseling, she'd be like, "Well, I think that he's abusive," and I'd be like, "Quit blaming me." <laughs> that kind of stuff. Well, he. Uh, Dr. Steve said, well, you need, you guys need to have civil conversations because I immediately, I, I get very angry very quickly. Like, he'll say hi, and I'll be like, that's what you told your fucking whore. You know, <laughs> I can't, I can't stop myself. And, uh, and then he's like, well, she was nice. Like, they, he's, he's, I'm like, don't defend her, please. It's oh, okay. I, I understand her? she's not a whore. She's a, she's a person. <laughs> and she didn't know because you didn't tell her. <laughs> okay. Um, oh, but, uh, but then you defended her? Yeah, yeah, one time, yeah. Oh, that. I was like, I was like a whore. I was the whole, I was everything. And, you gave um, him the full treatment? Yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah. It, and that was, he was trying to, I don't know, he couldn't take it. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. What a fucking idiot. <laughs> Sorry. No, I this is nice this guy. is a codependent is girlfriend. Well, you know, he's got a lot of good qualities too. <laughs> um, we made a beautiful baby together. I don't have a baby. You don't have a baby? No. That you mm. to, Well, I would love if that happened. Really? In a, a way. A, out of the blue, a 16-year-old boy. What if it was a 14-year-old boy you'd had no nipple? What's What if that's your son? I think on some level, you know, like maybe not 16, but maybe like six. Like, you know, so the, the, you know, the the difficult part was over. Before they're an asshole. Yeah, Yeah. right, right. And just sort of like, meet your son. He's 10. I'm like, perfect. Can I have him now? (laughs) Thanks for doing all the the difficult (laughs) shit. Now let me fuck him up on my own. (laughs) That would actually be nice to split up how you fuck up a child. Like the first 10 years go to the mother and the second 10 go to the father. (laughs) So they have Instead a clear... Of, yeah, yeah. <laughs> coming at it from both directions is very disturbing yeah, to them. Be nice right? when they're my age and know who to blame, specifically. <laughs> yeah. It's not confusing. Well, doc, But Dr. Steve goes, we'll just talk about uh, weather and politics and sports. And the s- 
sports is Tiger Woods to me, and politics is John Edwards. So, <laughs> so it all comes back. Yeah, it around. all comes back to clouds. That's no, it. We only about, talk what, about weather. What, what about the chick though? Did you did, did you give her a piece of your mind? I what? did. I sent her an email, and oh, uh, I, I, I told you before. Oh, you I sent her like it, a yeah. top ten list, top ten ways that I'll say his name. Just pretend his name is Jim. Jim yeah. is cheating on you. Yeah, and it's very graphic, including uh, hand jobs and shit like that. Uh, oh really? Yeah. It was good that you, you you kept in the top ten list. Those kind of letters that you write out of complete out of fucking anger. Fury. They're yes. so exciting. At, at the, at, <laughs> they yeah, are. The, and those are the ones they that everyone's are. like, "Don't send it. Don't yeah, send it." You're I know. Like, I know. I know. I'll think Party. about it. I'll think yeah. about it. But then, like that moment where you hit send, fuck. that menacing yes. kind of like, "I oh. shouldn't be." Do- oh fuck! <laughs> it felt so good. And you hear that. It felt like, so ah, good. It's out in the world. <laughs> She's forwarding it to all of her friends oh, and analyzing spectacular. it. Spectacular. I write those great. emails and I go back and read them. <laughs> I do too. Because they're I so was exciting. Like, God damn, I was good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like if I'm. Why am dip- I not writing for Letterman? This is a fucking <laughs> awesome top ten list. But like, then she yeah. actually put a picture of the two of them on her Facebook account. And I would know because I look at her Facebook account about 75 times a day to oh. figure out where she is. Is that categorized as stalking? Is, is uh, that, would uh, that be stalking? I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, you tell me. I but, think it's uh, a good So then I sent her another, another email. This is the angriest one yet. That she's also married to a um, gay Mexican. So, so that he can have citizenship. So I, I said I have emails and photos that prove that you are, are not married in the, the purest sense, and this will be a felony, your first arrest that's a felony, and if you don't take that fucking picture now down, I will, I will have you Do you have pictures arrested. of the guy she's married to fucking? No. You should find some of those. Yeah. Those would be awesome. That would be awesome. So now you guys are going to be, are you going to be all right? Or is it going to, uh, I don't, I don't know. know. Really? It, you know, maybe it's, do, do you it, feel it's like a you'll... lot of pressure for Dr. Steve. <laughs> he I'm is sure a, he, he likes This might it. be his greatest case ever. I'm so ever. glad I helped you out. But I mean, do, <laughs> do you think there's hope? I mean, isn't it about you letting go of the resentment? Or being yeah, able yeah, to, yeah. To trust again? Yes. And that kind of stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and him not lying about fucking a girl for two years again, too. So just like that combination. Yeah. Get that combination, then. Uh, I don't know, man. Happy ending. Oh, trust is such a fucking. Then I'll let pain him tweak my nipples again. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. That trust thing is a rough one, isn't it? Mm-hmm. In yeah. general, did yeah. you trust him before? Kind. I, I'm not a trusting mm, person. Exactly. Yeah, I don't think most people are. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I think you're right. I mean, like if I'm in a relationship, and uh, it, what? But let me ask you a question. I'm yeah. sorry, this is getting a little heavy. <laughs> What are we really worried about them? Like, I've decided, and this may be cynical, mm-hmm. that trust and intimacy, are, are just, they're just fucking overrated. And I've talked about this before. Yeah. Because really what it comes down to in a relationship, the, the brass tacks of it are you, you, you get into a relationship with somebody, mm-hmm. and the agreement is, okay, I will buffer your disappointment yeah. and protect your secrets yes. as long as you do that for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's basically it, right. Got it figured out. Not too romantic, is it, when you look at it like that? But why do you feel that, that, that it's overrated then? Because if someone's protecting your secrets, that's the most amazing thing ever, right? Yeah, I guess, but sometimes they're just stupid secrets. Like, I always wonder if there's a statute of limitations. Like, I went out with a woman, like, years ago, and I'm not going to me- mention any names because I don't know if there is a statute of limitations. <laughs> because I think certain things become petty. Like, yeah. even, even if I still have some resentment towards this person, mm-hmm. you know, I know in my head, like, that, you know, she used to pick her nose, you know, and, and, and <laughs> eat it. But, but as I, a child or as an adult? As an adult. But, but 
Like, I don't know what you do with that information after a certain that point. That is... <laughs> but that's one of those things, like, I would never, you know, say who that was, and it happened a long time ago, but I know that it happened, and that if ever, like, I found a reason to really go, fuck her, you used yeah. to... But then I'm seven. Well, no... <laughs> Well, no one would believe you, I think, oh. right? Yeah. If you told people. It would only make you look like an idiot, right? Like, no one would believe that an, a grown woman does that. Right. Now, did you catch her or did she confide in a moment of like post, post-coital intimacy? In addition to lesbian fantasies, yeah, I also... I... <laughs> like, <laughs> well, let's not deal with it anymore. <laughs> let's just say I'm going to protect that secret. <laughs> of her name, but yeah. we know it's out there. So yeah, we just I'm not, need I'm not, to know. I'm never going to bring it up again because I, I had moments like that because like there are those little things like picadillos that are really the most horrible things. Yeah. Like, it's it's when, weird that you picked the word picadillos after the <laughs> nose pick. <laughs> but <laughs> you don't have to give me a courtesy laugh. It's okay. No, no, no. I was doing that for everybody. Okay. The, um, <laughs> but what I was saying is even when you write those angry emails, yeah. didn't you find yourself saying like, I'm not going to bring that up because that's too personal. But that was my question. Like, I wrote her, the, somebody a fucking miserable email, an angry, horrible, like completely yeah, right. soul-crushing email. Yeah. But I'm like, I'm not going to stoop to the level of that, you know, stupid little thing. I'm just going to stick with the broader soul-crushing things. No, no I, I stooped. <laughs> Good. <laughs> and I did not conquer. Lori Kilmartin, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. you. good? Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, move over. And we'll keep it going. Ladies and gentlemen, the very funny Jackie Cation. I should stand up. To continue our Girls, Girls, Girls night on WTF. This is actually an SLAA intervention. (laughs) How is it like, fuck that? (laughs) What? The sex and love addiction. Right. I mean, come on. Can't I have one thing? isn't addicted to love. I know. <laughs> Who isn't? Well, I'm uncomfortable with love, but sex I'm good with. Okay. If I Excellent. get too much love, I find part of me is like, all right, ease up on that. <laughs> ease up on like, this forever? No. What the fuck? On and on? No, I'm not going to do that forever. I wasn't even going to call it back. It's just going like to get raw. Either? No, no, it just gets raw. <laughs> well, I'm not talking about for hours. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> but for, okay. a, for a little no. while, it's not bad, right? No, no, it's good times. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on board. I'm on board. <laughs> Sure. You don't have a baby. I don't. I had a dead baby. Oh. Aww. Yeah, that... Really? Out loud? Okay. Wow. I don't even Sometimes know what to do with that. Sometimes you just say things. There's nothing to <laughs> like, do with that. There's so <laughs> nothing to do with that. It's like, okay, I'm old. I have nine oh, eggs. Hold on. I just want to... baby, Jackie. I, I know. I, I just want to make a list of comedy-killing statements. <laughs> you know, for future shows... I just want to make sure Note I have that self. list. The things that kill comedy instantaneously. <laughs> <laughs> I had a dead baby. Yes. Jackie Cation, <laughs> WTF. Yeah, the February I had 19th. is what made it the worst. Right? Yeah. <laughs> let's not bring. Let's let's leave right. it there. And we'll um, but but no, thank you for sharing. Uh, and 
But you're married, right? I am married. And you guys, how? when did the love die? When did the idea that it was never, that it, you were like, well, it's all about just keeping your secrets and I can't <laughs> yes. even stand that bastard. And It is and, a little cynical, isn't it? It is. I'm early. I, I'm just uh, three years in. Three oh, years. oh yeah, that's yeah, when yeah, mine yeah. started to fall apart. Oh, nice. Excellent. It's a, you know, when I got married, my brother uh, was in his divorce and he said, you know, I'd love to tell you that it works. <laughs> and uh, I was like... Dude, I am getting married next week, fucker. <laughs> you little fuck job. I think it can work, you know, once you've given up your dreams. and. <laughs> if you don't want to grow Maybe. anymore. <laughs> Was that in your vows? No. <laughs> uh, yes, I, I'm it, done growing. I hope you continue to make at least $12 billion a year. <laughs> what? <laughs> No, I just find that sometimes if you don't communicate, it's about communication and, and, and being honest. Because, like, it's so easy. I was talking about this with, of all people, Dub Davidoff. That, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I, had, I had him in the garage the other day. Oh, sweet. He'll, he'll be on the show. We got into a lot of shit. That if you don't really communicate, you're in a completely different relationship than any other person. Because yeah. they think that you're, you know, like, expectations... Like, they think you want something of them that you, you, you may not, it's not yeah. even there, and you're just in a different world. I had never even had a relationship prior to this, oh. and so, uh, which, was, which was great. He always, uh, while we were dating, he's like, oh my God, you have not, you expect nothing of me. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, uh, You're I not just, broken you? yet. Exactly. Yeah. So, he's got years to break me. <laughs> and, uh, Good. No, I got no, a but feeling. I just I don't uh, you have a feeling. Yikes. No, you, I got a no. feeling that you're you're going to break him. Oh, is that what it is? Well, yeah, I, I don't feel like you're going to. No, take no, that he's shit. he's a he's a he's a mover and a shake. He's always had a lady friend. Oh, really? And I just get late. Oh. I just yeah, I just not well, not well, <laughs> not often. So you but, never uh, had a relationship. Who doesn't want in on this? <laughs> but uh, whatever. But uh, oh, why, why? again, note to self: don't <laughs> self-deprecating bullshit. <laughs> no, not okay as well. Dead baby, no one wants to fuck me. <laughs> Right. It's got two for oh, the lazy. Sad. <laughs> Real sad. But we're above it now. And, and that's not no one. Uh, <laughs> twice a year for years. It was nice. You know what? You want to get some nice tail on the road? Dubuque. <laughs> I'm telling you, there is a manure salesman there. A com- He's, they're called compost salesmen now. And uh, they're very handsome, very fit. <laughs> from lifting manure. <laughs> from lifting, uh, from selling. Well, they're used to bang dudes on the road. Uh, occasionally, yes. Wow. I do. I do feel pretty. I'm not gonna lie to you. That's awesome, though, because usually what the hell? it's That's just guys. Ballsy. I mean, I was always afraid of being raped, so I would oh, go right yeah, back yeah. to the hotel room. <laughs> right, right. And wait to uh, be raped. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> It, it was always nice not to be raped. It was always, you know, you were just like, I it was hear a, that, girl. <laughs> it was an excellent, it was an excellent way to just go, oh my God, and then he didn't kill me, and I came. It always, that will make you come. When he doesn't find a lime pit. <laughs> I only did it when we were at a Best Western, when we're working the same room in the club. You know, the fancy room. Yeah, oh, sure. When you're doing a lounge. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's a scary thing about doing that kind of shit on the road is that when you really look at hotel security, you realize, like, there's no help here. No, no, no. 
no. no, no. Like I, I wasn't worried about getting raped, but I was worried about dudes following me back and beating the shit out of me. Right, right. And you think you're gonna get to the hotel and be like, I'll be safe there. And then you look at the fucking idiot behind the counter. Yeah. yeah. And the sleeping security guard, and you're like, there's no fucking help here. No, no. And and that yeah, they will they will if somebody just goes up and say, Yeah, I'm with him, I forgot my card, and they will just give you Oh yeah, sure. I'm sure, sure they would just Oh fuck yeah. It's a best yeah. western. It's not a you know, it's not the vault. I don't know where it's not a western. And uh, now, do you you told me you're going back to Iraq. Is that true? Uh, or uh, yeah, well, where you Scott go? Kennedy just emailed me about going back. I went in July, and how'd uh, that go over? Well, it was it was it didn't I I I don't feel like the shows went very well, quite honestly. But they didn't care because yeah. they were bored out of their tiny lizard minds. Yeah. And are you kidding me? They've been talking. They were like, I don't care if you're funny. This guy's been telling me shit for 18 months. Just be someone else. <laughs> And I was like, okay. And I hugged like a thousand guys and I'm just like sobbing. Take care of each other out there. You know? And it was just dumb. It was it was the dumbest thing I've ever done in my life. So of course I'll do it again. Did you get, la- did you get laid there? I did not. I'm, I'm in a committed monogamous relationship, oh, John right. Edward Talker. There you go. Good for you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's nice because I, I I've never cheated because I never had anybody to cheat on, and now I've been with my husband total seven years. Wow. Yeah. So there That's you go. That's good. And you st- but you, it, we started this conversation by saying what happened to the love. Right. And you yeah. still have it. And it's, uh, it's yeah, good. Yeah. Well, to be quite honest with you, I had it too. Yeah. Oh, now. All right. Sorry. Note to self. <laughs> Add that it's to a list. a very empathetic I, audience. Though, I am right? broken hearted. Yeah. <laughs> broken hearted. They're also very sad. Yes. <laughs> Nobody no wants one wants to <laughs> fuck me. I'm broken hearted. I had a dead baby. <laughs> I think we're going to get this list full. We're going to make the whole list. That you should be the playing guy's uh, suicide note. <laughs> I have it. I have it. I'm going to use it to intro Eddie. Excellent. Perfect. <laughs> you know, now, here's another thing I don't know uh, about women. Now, uh, now you've revealed that... Um, now, guys, they go on the road and they, they fuck people in the audience or whoever right. will fuck them. And now, Whoever, too. I mean, yeah. like, literally Well, I'm, I'm not talking about yeah. me. Yeah. No, no, I, and neither am I. What? <laughs> so, I've made some bad choices. I had to be seriously drunk yeah. and just Jones and hardcore. That's funny because I'm yeah. sober, so I have to take it as it is. Right. <laughs> right. Who wants to get laid? I, I tried to get laid sober, by the way. It is awkward. <laughs> Let me just say that. It is very, very awkward. It's not right. That's not it how you're a, supposed to do it. No. It's oh, a, you, you're a stranger. And uh, <laughs> guess what? I'm not drunk enough for me to sleep with you. I'm going to need to be drunker if this is going to happen. But, I mean, I know... Just from what I've talked to, when I've talked to other guys, you know, that sure. you, you jerk off a lot on the road. Right. That, like, you're in the hotel room. That's what, that's. Mm-hmm. And, and you and, have all day. And all day. And a lot of male comics on the road, that's why there's so much jerk off material. Because you write what you know, obviously, yeah. right? <laughs> because, like, you have this yeah. a fantasy, like, you know, I'm in a new city. I'm going to go check it out. Then you realize the hotel's, like, out in the middle of fucking right. nowhere. And there's a mall like, there. Oh, how my many God. Times can the I go Ford again? dealership. Yeah, again? Exactly. Yeah, awesome. exactly. <laughs> It's like a museum. Yeah, how many times do I go for it with the girl at the Barnes and Noble before I'm just a sad guy that's from out of town? Yeah, yeah. And so what about that, the masturbation thing? Well, I mean, that was the weird thing about getting married is that when I, because I I do indeed masturbate, as we all do, I think, uh, or at least we give it a shot, right? We give it a shot. Sometimes I don't pleasure myself, quite honestly. It's very sad. I get very angry with myself. What do you mean, like um, you you stop in the middle? (laughs) I'm just bored. I'm just like, ah. That is the fucking worst moment when jerking off doesn't work. That is the worst. See, it's not just me. No, it's the worst where you're like, uh, at least I have this. (laughs) And then like you're fucking going like, this isn't even working. 
I've already eaten half a ricotta cheesecake and I can't even fucking jerk off. Holy shit. Recommit to chicken, by the way. Okay, so uh, I love chicken. Uh, but the thing is, is so when I got when, when I started going out with Andy and then I got married, um, I was talking to a comic friend of mine, and uh, we were sitting there, and I said, you know, is it weird that I have the same masturbation fantasy that I had before I got married? I feel like I'm kind of cheating on him, with the with the old dream lover Harlequin oh, fucking romance shit. dude or whatever yeah, I yeah, used yeah. to dream about, and this classic comic and Maria Bamford, there you go, okay. uh, didn't even look up. Didn't even look up from whatever she was writing. She just said, for Christ's sake, Jackie, write something. <laughs> and I was like, oh, note to self. And uh, it was really, it was, it was a classic sort of you comic like on a, comic. A masturbation notebook where you write out your new fantasy. Right, it's just like, if you could please get a cowboy. There you go, cowboy. Yeah. Whatever, well, the, you know, whatever it would be. And so few people do the work to actually create their own fantasy. <laughs> And right. Because there's right. so much out there already made for Busy you. Busy writing a script. Right. I, but yeah. to be quite honest, Wendy, with, when I go like you know with my imagination as right. opposed to being lazy right. and uh, watch other people fucking, I um, I have people in there. I've I have like my mom's best friend from when I was 15, still okay. there, frozen, timeless at the age <laughs> I was sexually attracted to her. At. Right. I got my friend's mom in there from when I was 14. You can still, do, It's just like what? spinning. It's what just the like... fuck was that grown for? <laughs> What are we supposed to do? We're 14, 15 years old. What are we going to jerk off to other 14-year-olds? I mean, that's just that wrong. When you're 40. You jerk off to grown-ups. Well, and it's very complicated. complicated. Should, your, should your masturbation fantasies evolve as you age? Well, I, I chose not to age those women because it's, it's a little gross. <laughs> That would be great if they kept up with you. Yeah, and they're like, like, and, but I never saw now. them again. But the fantasies just kept aging. Like, it's this like is the weird. Girls, yeah. I, I haven't seen that woman in 20 years, and she's aging in my mind. <laughs> but did you see? Did you see mingling wrinkles too? Did you see it's complicated? It's complicated. Which is no, that, that you call it? Mingling, mingling wrinkles too? You know what? The, the first you know what the one was that other one. The response to this crowd was exactly the same as the Temple Graydon show. Which you mentioned you mentioned it's complicated. And they're like, oh, I saw the coming attraction. There was no way I was going to oh. see that. <laughs> Snobs. Uh, no, I saw it because I had to review it, and it and it is not good. Uh, but uh, the the thing is, is it's because it's it's people in their sixties and Alec Baldwin. Uh, he was in his fifties, I guess, and she's sixty one. Yeah. Whatever. Two. When do we get to just fucking give up? That's what I want to know. When do I have to not try to keep being sexy? So I thought 65. Call it a day. Don't I get to just... When do I get to... Be? That's a good question. So even now, Meryl Streep is pressuring you. Meryl Streep is pressuring me to get hot. Work out. Crunch. It's not going to happen. I don't know. Jackie Cation, ladies and gentlemen. That was great. Thank you so much for coming. Are you going to hang out? Okay, good. And now, folks, uh, it's time for WTF's uh, morning remembrance or late evening remembrance or whenever you're listening to this. It's our, it's our remembrance segment with uh, our remembrance correspondent, uh, Mort Mortensen. Please. Glenn Bell founder of Taco Bell. 
Glenn Bell, founder of Taco Bell, has dropped his last chalupa. <laughs> Apparently his heart, stuffed with a delicious blend of three cheeses, <laughs> refused to pump another ounce of that zesty red sauce. Bell opened his first Taco Bell in 1962 using nothing more than some secondhand E. coli <laughs> and absolutely no concept of what real Mexican food tastes like. <laughs> in 2007, Taco Bell made headlines after video cameras showed one of their restaurants getting overrun by rats. In its defense, the company said the rats were just trying to get out. <laughs> Yeah, right? Uh, you, you need a Kleenex? I got allergies. Thanks, thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. Oh, God. Bell requested his remains be wrapped in a warm tortilla, <laughs> stuffed with hearty beans, and grilled to perfection. <laughs> Phil. <clears throat> you all right? Yeah, I'm all right. I, mean, it's just, okay. I got something in my eye. Okay. <laughs> Phil, Phil Harris. Captain on Deadliest Catch and advocate of the inverted food pyramid. Ate a lot of bad things. Uh. I know what you mean. Phil Harris, captain of the Cornelia Marie, one of the crab fishing boats on the fantasy series Deadliest Catch, is now riding a rogue wave to the vast Dead Sea. Witnesses say the hard-living, high-caloric sea captain suffered a massive stroke in port while attempting to offload three tons of Philadelphia cheesesteaks from his lower intestine. It's a lot. That's a lot of t yeah. three yeah. tons from his from his intestine. His in yeah. That's a lot of meat. I know. You yeah. have to have a heavy. Uh, yeah. Something. <laughs> <laughs> News came as a shock to viewers, but not to his friends who. Knew his favorite meal was often cold coffee grounds mixed with congealed bacon fat and Xanax. <laughs> Guy did not have a good diet. Yeah, doesn't sound like it no. at all. Yeah. The crusty seafarer rose through the ranks of fishermen quickly, and by the time he was 20, became one of the youngest sea captains ever to have a 70-year-old body. <laughs> not take care of us. Doesn't sound like it. Despite desperate pleadings from family and friends, the cantankerous Harris never changed his diet. And when the coroner split open his stomach, he found two half-digested sharks, a, a gallon of brake fluid, and, and a metal folding chair. Remember, people, it drains to the sea. Reportedly, uh, his addiction for stimulants became so bad, every time they'd approach a Mexican tanker, he'd order the crew to tie him to the mast. <laughs> it's an, an Odysseus reference. I like it. Yeah. From, uh, from when the, uh, the sirens, right? That's, yeah, the sirens yeah. and everything. That's, that's... Riding high on his popularity in 2008, Harris developed a line of coffees called Captain's Reserve with blends named after fishing themes, such as Midnight, Sunni uh, Midnight Sunrise Blend and Starboard Dolphin Blend, and, 
and I haven't seen a real woman in eight months, so excuse my raging boner, Blend. <laughs> and seriously, get out of my way. I have a raging heart on, and you're the only warm thing in this cabin. I don't care if you are my best friend's son, whom was entrusted to me for training on the high seas. <laughs> Stop looking at me like that. No one has to find out. And what if they did? Do they know my pain? <laughs> The lonely months I spend out here hoping for the gentle touch of a reassuring hand? You don't have to tell me. I know what the others are saying behind my back. They're all disloyal. I tried to run the ship properly by the book, but they fought me at every turn. Scoffing at me and spreading wild rumors about steaming in circles. Now I was to blame for Lieutenant Merrick's incompetence and poor seamanship. They laughed at me and made jokes, but I proved beyond a shadow of the doubt with geometric logic that it's possible to sew a dog's head onto a mackerel and sell it to school children. <laughs> Blend. <laughs> you know, Mark, uh, yeah. Harris once stated, you're not a man till you pull the tooth out of your mouth with a pair of pliers. Uh, yeah. yeah. He also said, you're not somebody's bitch until the crew has to pull a cleat knot out of your ass with a winch. I've heard that. Yeah, he said all these things. Yeah. In tribute to his memory, the show's production company ordered their writers to produce a special show about shit that actually happens this time. <laughs> this is a reality show. You just <laughs> never know what kind of stuff they make up. Harris requested his remains be crammed inside a turkey, deep fried in chicken fat, and pickled inside a giant mason jar of Red Bull. <laughs> Thank you, Mort. That was very enjoyable. That was Mort Mortensen, as played by Jim Earl. Now we come to the, uh, the punctuation of the WTF live broadcast. And, and as I said before, I will introduce Eddie Pepitone with the words of Joseph Stack III, <laughs> the software engineer who flew his plane into a building to take out the IRS. And I think only ended up killing one guy. Yes, a human life was lost, but I, I think I was trying to explore the impotence of his gesture. This is from the note. And I'm serious, it is. I can only hope that the American zombies wake up and revolt. It will take nothing less. I would only hope that by striking a nerve that stimulates the inevitable double standard knee-jerk government reaction that results in more stupid draconian restrictions, people wake up and begin to see the pompous political thugs and their mindless minions for what they are. Violence not only is the answer, it is the only answer. The cruel joke is that the really big chunks of shit at the top have known this all along and have been laughing at and using this awareness against fools like me all along. Please welcome Eddie Pepitone. Hi. Do you want to stand? Oh, I got, I got to take, okay. Hey! I need, I need Look! Get in your seat! No, it's that kind of shit that fucks us all up. Let me tell you something. This guy, what people don't know about this guy is that he was just flying into that building 
to make a payment arrangement. And that's right, he was just flying into that building to make a payment arrangement, and I've been in that same situation. I owed years and years and years of back taxes because I had no money. And I wouldn't even open my mail. Have you, you're a mail, who's the mail, you are a mailman. He was my enemy. Anybody, anybody else ever have that fear where you're afraid of your goddamn mailbox? All of America now is coming down to me and Stark's level, okay? Even though he was just flying in to make a payment fucking arrangement. And I'll tell you, I would never let the IRS fucking do that to me, all right? I would never let them make me kill myself. But you know why I want to kill myself? I've been watching figures pass skating. And that shit, no, that's some Joan Benet Ramsey stuff. Why does everybody in that sport, you know what I'm saying? Yes. Look, yes. look like he's a good supportive friend. And he makes a terrific ricotta cheesecake. Thank you. Thank you. But, but he is very aggressive if you don't eat it. I had to drive from the valley to Eagle Rock or Highland Park, and it was fucking harrowing. You ever get those directions? Oh, we're right, Eddie. Oh, just go on the 110 to the 101 to the fuck you, to the fuck you. I don't need to hit four highways and 12 back streets in Highland Park for a goat to cheesecake. And you didn't mention, but he was why he was doing a marathon with his uh, uh, your roommate. I don't even know what you call with someone living with him, watching Six Feet Under. All right, I walked into a Six Feet Under marathon. And he was like, all right, we're watching Six Feet Under, but grab a couple of pee. I felt like I was intruding. And he hounded me for days. But that doesn't fucking get me off this fucking Winter Olympic shit. The latest. How bad is it, this pair skating, where these people, they look like they're small children, and they, they wait to be judged. They wait to be judged in those little boots after they toss each other up in the air in little sequined fucking gowns. You know what? These people will never, never utter the phrase, I'm gonna put a fist through your chest because they're just so sterile. They're just so sterile. They don't know what life is like. Let me tell you what life is like in 2010 America, life is like this. You go into the supermarket, the prices are in fucking sane. I looked, I looked at a head of celery. I don't even know if you call it a head of celery. It may be a stalk of celery, a bunch of celery. All I know is that it's killing me. Just one head of celery. And then if you want to buy organic and try to take care of yourself, like if you want the shit that doesn't have pesticides, it costs way too much money if you're someone that NBC doesn't want. <laughs> and I can't whiten my teeth. Do you know how much it costs 
to wipe. I can't wipe my teeth. I go into I go into NBC and I'm just like, please, please let me be the wacky neighbor. Please, please let. No, I'm at that point. I used yeah. to think. I used to think that I could have my own show. The Eddie Pepitone Show with an exclamation point. No, 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 but yes, I know. I would love it. I would love it. But I would start the show by going, America, wake the fuck up. And NBC would put on Leno or whoever they fucking put up. But I'm going to tell you something. I was at the beach today with my girlfriend and I got too much fresh air. I got too much fresh air because I feel very, very tired right now. All right? And that's a warning to people who want to get fresh fucking air. Stay in the valley. Stay in the canyons. Don't go to the beach. There were fucking seagulls and birds. And it was cloudy. And it was sunny. And the ocean coming in. And I always have so much pressure to try to be still. I put so much pressure on myself to just let go of every fucking thought there is because that's what the Buddhists say and the people in Eastern religion say. They say you don't even fucking... It's all just bullshit. It's bullshit. It's bullshit. It's bullshit. That's what they say. They say that we are responsible for putting ourselves in pain. Our families, this, that. It doesn't mean anything. It all comes from inside. And I got this to say to the Buddhists. You're putting too much pressure on me. You're putting too much... No, they are. The Buddhists... With their fucking yoga and their yoga match. You ever go to a yoga? I know yeah. you do yoga. I do. You do yoga. These assholes, they're so angry. No, the yoga people are so angry. They got their little fucking mats and they suck. They all suck. Yeah. You ever go into a yoga class and they're all like, get out of my space and all that shit. I don't need it, Eastern philosophy people. Let me be flawed, all right? What am I going to do? Just, just, oh, nothing exists. Nothing exists. I, and I, the fresh air has gotten to me. Eddie Pepitone. Thanks, everybody. You want that? Eddie Pepitone. Thank you for coming to this live taping of WTF at the UCB Theater in Los Angeles, California. Go to punchlinemagazine.com for all of your comedy news needs and WTFpod.com for everything else. Have a great night. See you next time.